Good day, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. And yes, I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. So very happy that you could join me this morning. This is a fantastic day, and I am so happy to be able to be here and share it with you. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And today's show, yes, is a very important show. And we are respecting and we are looking at June. June is the month that we recognize Prostate Awareness Month for men. Because men, you have been going through a lot. And so today's show is all about you. Most of my shows are about ladies and different things, business and health and wellness. This is about health and wellness, but it's mainly about you men. And it's mainly also for, it's also for the women because we are the women that support our men. We love our fathers, our husbands, our brothers, our uncles, and um, those men in our lives that mean so much to us, our fiancés, our boyfriends. So this is about you. So today I want to share some very important information, starting with prostate. Yes, prostate. So some men have what's called an enlarged or enlarged prostate. And if you don't know your prostate, if you don't know what your prostate is or what it does, you're certainly not alone. So most men and and women as well don't, but you really should because more than 30 million men suffer from prostate conditions that negatively affect their daily life. So here are some statistics. Over 50% of men in their 60s and as many as 90%, 90% in their 70s or older have symptoms of an enlarged prostate or benign prostatic hyperplasia, hyperplasia, or, or BPH. And each year, approximately 220,000 men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer and about 30,000 will die of it. Prostitis is an issue for men of all ages and is the most common prostate problem for men under age 50. So today you'll be able to learn all about this and what you can do. So let's talk about first about the enlarged prostate and uh, or BPH. So let's talk about that. So BPH or benign prostatic hyperplasia is the medical term for an enlarged prostate. So the prostate is the male sex gland that produces the fluid for semen. An enlarged prostate is not cancerous and is the most common prostate health problem among men over the age of 50. Well, again, how common is it? Half of all men between the ages of 50 and 60 will develop it. And by the age of 80, about about 90% of men will have BPH. The symptoms of BPH or benign prostatic hyplasia may be uncommon and may include frequent urination, incomplete emptying of the bladder, a weak urine stream or difficulty starting urination. 
And why is BPH so common? Well, BPH, benign prostatic hyperplasia, is associated with aging. We all, if we live long enough, we are going to age. Um, probably due to hormonal changes among men over 50, prostate enlargement may continue through the rest of their lives. And how many of you do know men who have prostate problems, even prostate cancer? So I know several men, including men in my own family and men that are very dear and uh, close to me, even business partners that have um, developed this prostate problem that actually turned into prostate cancer. Um, so just as BPH symptoms vary with the individual, they also differ as the condition progresses. So if you don't do anything and you just try to ignore your symptoms, the discomfort and complications associated with an enlarged prostate are related to a combination of problems that develop over time. So in the early phase of prostate enlargement, a man may find it very hard to urinate because the bladder muscle has to work harder to, per to push the urine through the narrow urethra. This extra force may eventually thicken the bladder muscle, making the bladder overly sensitive to the presence of fluid, to the presence of fluid and resulting in an urgent and frequent need to urinate. Over time, the bladder muscle may weaken so that urine is not completely excreted. And any unusual variation or difficulty in the pattern of urination is a red flag that a prostate problem may exist. So can enlarged prostate lead to cancer? Uh, well, let's, let's talk about that. Although it is possible to have both conditions at the same time, there is no known link between BPH and prostate cancer. Does an enlarged prostate interfere with sexual activity? Let's examine that. Well, an enlarged prostate usually does not interfere with the ability to have sex. However, embarrassing BPH symptoms may discourage a man from pursuing sexual activity. So let's move on to what are the risk factors for benign prostate prostasis. Well, these are the risk factors. There are three that increase your risk of developing BPH. Your age. So starting at age 45, yes, men, I know you think you're young and you're too young to have prostate problems, but you're not. Starting at age 45, and ladies, please, we are the ones who have to push our men to go to the doctor to get their checkups. We're the ones who notice when their medical, their health is not uh, up to par or is, is something is going wrong with our man's health or the men in our life that we are close to. The risk, starting at 45, the risk of developing P BPH increases. Family history, if any immediate blood relatives blood relative has diagnosed or was diagnosed with BPH, you are more likely to develop the condition. Medical conditions. Do you have any type of medical conditions? Some research indicates that conditions such as obesity may contribute to the development of BPH. Okay, so what are the symptoms? Here are the symptoms. Frequent 
and often urgent need to urinate, especially at night, need to strain or push to get the urine flowing, inability to completely empty the bladder, dribbling or leaking after urination, and a weak urine stream. So as the prostate slowly continues to get bigger, symptoms may slowly get worse and interfere with sleep, physical comfort, and routine activities. It may also interfere with sexual function. There is no connection between BPH and cancer. However, the urinary symptoms associated with BPH, benign prostate hyperplasis, uh, can bring on serious conditions. And this is why it's important to see your healthcare provider to figure out the cause of your symptoms. So let's move on to the diagnosis. How does the doctor diagnose this? Well, a doctor typically takes a detailed medical history, conducts a physical exam, and discusses any changes in the patterns of urination or urinary habits. Uh, to, to evaluate the severity of symptoms, the American Urological Association um, AUA BPH symptom score index may be used. A physician may also administer simple tests that measure urine flow and evaluate the size and health of the prostate. The doctor may order a prostate-specific antigen PSA blood test to help rule out prostate cancer. And the doctor may also perform a digital rectal scan, DRE, to determine the size of the prostate and to find any abnormalities. While this exam may be uncomfortable, it is an essential, I repeat, it is an essential part of maintaining good health. So deter to determine if you have BPH, uh, you can take a seven-question quiz developed by the American Urological Association. This simple quiz will help assess the severity of your BPH symptoms. And when you have completed the quiz, you can print out the results to, to share with your physician. Whether your symptoms are mild, moderate, or severe, it is recommended that you schedule an appointment with a physician to discuss your condition and appropriate treatment options. Because this quiz cannot diagnose an enlarged prostate and is not meant to replace the expert care and advice of a qualified physician. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So you want to make sure you go to the American Urological Association's website and take that seven. It's a quick seven question quiz. Now, if a man thinks he has BPH, what should he do? A man who thinks he may be experiencing the symptoms of an enlarged prostate, should consult with a physician. With several treatments now available, there is no reason to suffer in silence. BPH can usually be managed with medication. Surgery can almost always be avoided. Okay, so let's move on to the treatments, the treatments of BPH. Treatments of BPH. Many men don't think to ask about treatments for BPH because they assume the treatments will lead to compromises in their quality of life. Wrong, including sexual dysfunction. Treatment is strongly recommended for BPH symptoms that interrupt your life. If BPH is left untreated, it can lead to future health risks such as the uh, inability to urinate, 
urinary tract infections, bladder, kidney, or urethra damage, bladder stones, and incontinence. So men, you don't want any of these things. So make sure you're scheduling your uh, physical, your yearly physical. Every year, we need to all be going to our doctors for a yearly physical. So what are the treatments if you have BPH? Treatment options include active surveillance, sometimes called watchful waiting, drug therapy, and surgery. What is active surveillance? Watchful waiting. Active surveillance, watchful waiting, means keeping an eye on the BPH symptoms without receiving any form of treatment. For men with minimal to mild BPH symptoms that do not interfere with daily routines, this may be a preferred choice. Many men I know, and women as well, we don't want any type of medication prescribed drugs. But this is if your symptoms are mild and you've spoken to your doctor, minimal or mild. As part of a watchful waiting, men continue to have annual examinations to determine if their symptoms change over time. So you may be wondering what type of medications are used if you have uh, BPH. Well, drugs called alpha blockers are the most common treatment prescribed to manage BPH symptoms. By relaxing the muscles around the prostate so that there is less pressure on the urethra, alpha blockers usually work quickly to improve urinary flow. Common side effects can include stomach or intestinal problems, a stuffy nose, headache, dizziness, tiredness, a drop in blood pressure, and ejaculatory problems. Alpha blockers include Cardural, Flomax, Tamsulil, Oh, and I'm not pronouncing this uh, correctly, but there are, let's, let me not continue to <laughs> mess these names up, uh, but there are many alpha blockers that you can talk to your doctor about. Another type of drug called a 5-alpha reductase inhibitor is also sometimes prescribed. It is designed to shrink the prostate gland. It may take three to six months to effectively relieve symptoms. Side effects may include an inability to achieve an erection. And I know some of you guys don't want to hear that. (laughs) Decreased sexual desire and a reduced, reduced amount of semen, which would most likely interfere with uh, your ability to uh, get pregnant, uh, such as Okay, so let's see. Um, No matter what kind of drug is prescribed, patients and physicians need to be aware of potential drug interactions with treatments used to manage other conditions common among aging men, such as erectile uh, dysfunction and hypertension. So let's see. There are also various combination therapies available, such as an alpha blocker with a 5-alpha Reductase, reductase inhibitor and an alpha blocker and a drug called anticholinergic anticholinergic talk with your healthcare provider to determine which treatment option may be appropriate to you so what are other BPH treatments and these are medical treatments now at some point we need to discuss 
natural treatments because they are and I am one who is all for natural. If you can treat men, you can if you treat your symptoms and can be treated naturally, then you definitely want to go that way. Because as we know, all prescribed drugs for the most part have side effects, some type of side effect, maybe mild, maybe moderate, maybe severe. Surgery is usually used only in those patients with major BPH complications such as frequent urinary tract infections or bladder stones. There are several non-surgical approaches that use that use heat therapy to make the size of the prostate smaller. This will widen the urethra so you can urinate easily again. These heat tre treatments include microwave therapy, radio frequency therapy, electrovaporization, and laser therapy. In most cases, open surgery may be required. Surgery treats BPH symptoms by reducing the size of the prostate, but is, it does not, I, I repeat, it does not prevent the cause of this of the disorder. Surgery might need to be replaced, repeated, I'm sorry, within a few years. And side effects of surgery may include urgency and frequency of urination for some period after the surgery, difficulty in achieving an erection, blood in your urine, blood clots, sexual dysfunction, recurring urinary tract infections, inability to hold your urine, which is incontinence, or a narrowing of the urethra, which is scarring. If BPH, however, is left untreated, an enlarged prostate may lead to an inability to urinate, incontinence, bladder stones, kidney infections, or damage to the bladder, kidneys, and urethra. So we're going to uh, talk about uh, some of the natural treatments for BPH because I know after hearing all that, um, a lot of you are like, hold up, wait a minute, I know. So we're going to talk about that. But, be but before we do, let's talk about the risk can uh, let's talk about the prostate cancer, the actual prostate cancer. And um, so prostate cancer is the most common cancer in men. It is the second leading ca uh, cancer killer of men. And behind lung cancer, it is generally very slow growing and most men die with prostate cancer, meaning that they die of some, uh, they die of some other cause. And let me repeat that. It is generally very slow growing and that's why most men die with prostate cancer, meaning that they die of some other cause rather than from it. There are almost 2.8 million men living with prostate cancer in the U.S. Still, it kills about 30,000 men each year, but detected early prostate cancer can be treated. No one knows how to prevent prostate cancer. There may be ways to reduce your risk. It is thought that these help reduce the risk for most forms of cancer. And here is what you can do to prevent um, the risk of prostate cancer. So um, let's, let's see. Uh, okay, so healthy eating and choose a low fat diet. 
eat plenty of fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, maintain a healthy weight, stay physically active, and don't use tobacco and get regular checkups. So I'm going to pause here for a moment. Thighs or lower back, difficulty urinating, painful urine, burning urination, blood in the urine or semen, trouble getting an erection. Since prostate cancer doesn't have early symptoms and the symptoms that may show can be the same as for other non-cancerous conditions, prostate cancer is very hard to diagnose. That's why it's very important to speak with your healthcare provider about regular screenings. Okay, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about prostatitis, prostatitis, prostatitis. Let's talk about that. Prostatitis, P-R-O-S-T-A-T-I-T-I-S, is the most common prostate problem for men under fifty. It's so common that 50% of all adult men will be treated for it in their lifetime. Prostatitis is an inflammation of the prostate that may be caused by an infection. The prostate is a small gland about the size of a walnut that surrounds your urethra. The urethra is a tube that takes urine from the bladder to the penis and also carries semen during ejaculation. And I forgot to mention our sons. We definitely want to make sure that our sons um, are getting their regular checkups and paying attention to their body and their health. And we want to make sure that we, uh, ladies and mothers, make sure that our sons, our stepsons, our bonus sons are getting their regular checkups and not ignoring any of these urinary type symptoms. So let me see. I want to see if there uh, I can share with you some of the natural remedies of treating. And let's talk about that. We did want to talk about the natural remedies uh, for treating an enlarged prostate, which is the BPH. And I'm going to see if I can find that out for you. Uh, some of the natural ways of treating an enlarged prostate. Okay, let's see what we have here. So here are the top five supplements, natural remedies uh, for prostate. And this does include, let's see, what do we have here? Number one, pumpkin seed oil. Pumpkin seed oil can help inhibit the body from metabolizing testosterone into DHT, a hormone that's been linked to enlarged prostates. Also, when pumpkin seed oil and pure saw palmetto, saw palmetto, and that's S-A-W, and then the next word is Paul, P-A-Palmetto, P-A-L-M-E-T-T-O, are combined. So you combine the pumpkin seed oil and the pure salt palmetto. Studies have shown that they're able to help improve the quality of life for people who struggle with their prostate health. Next, P-Y-G-E-U-M. 
pygium. Pygium is a natural ex extract from the bark of the African cherry tree that is used to help ease product problems related to urinary control, such as too frequent urination, night urination, and urinary incontinence. Next natural um, ingredient that you can take, boron, B-O-R-O-N. Boron is a mineral that binds and inhibits a molecule that's known to cause an enlarged prostate. It also helps give the prostate room to breathe, so to speak, so there's less pressure placed on the urethra. As a result, urination becomes easier and less uncomfortable. Lycopene, this is one of the um, natural herbs that I give my husband. Lycopene is a strong antioxidant that gives tomatoes their red color. So eat plenty of red tomatoes and tomato uh, paste. This antioxidant is particularly known for helping to reduce the effects of damaging free radicals within the prostate. So those are the five, Punk, pumpkin seed oil, pygeum, boron, uh, lycopene. Oh, and I did not discuss the fourth one in detail. And saw palmetto, I did mention the saw palmetto, but the saw palmetto is one of the most popular ingredients that help reduce prostate size and ease uncomfortable symptoms. And for good reason. Two, saw palmetto in its purest form can help increase urine flow and as a result, improve, improve sleep and overall quality of life. However, not all saw palmetto is created equally. In fact, majority of it has been adulterated. And so you must make sure that you are taking a natural form of palmetto uh, organic form. Um, so in its pure form, form, saw palmetto is the first line of defense against an enlarged prostate. In Europe, in fact, it's often a prescribed treatment by a doctor. However, the high demand in Europe has put a strain on production of quality and effective paw, saw palmetto. A uh, real saw palmetto is grown and harvested in Florida. It also has to be picked at just the right moment. Otherwise, it's completely ineffective. And since 80% of each harvest heads aboard, uh, each harvest heads aboard, this leaves a def deficit for the American consumers. Many manufacturers have taken advantage of this situation and used adulterated saw palmetto that hasn't been properly uh, harvested. As a result, a majority of prostate supplements using saw palmetto sold in the U.S. are completely ineffective, and that's why it's recommended to look for a supplement that uses clinically studied U.S. plus saw palmetto. It's the only saw palmetto that's verified by the United States Pharmacopoeia uh, or USP ensuring quality purity and effectiveness. US plus saw palmetto. Okay, so you want a soft gel capsule when you're looking for these um, ingredients and you want clinically studied ingredients. Okay, um, so there is one that is recommended and it's called Prostate MD and that has a A plus rating uh, for effectiveness.
All right. So uh, we are at the end of our show. I certainly hope I have shared some valuable information with you. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. You can, um, you can reach me by emailing me and that's goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com, goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com. And also you can um, also email me at partnersinhealth at verizon.net, partnersinhealth at verizon.net. Um, visit me online, www.partnersinhealth.biz partnersinhealth.biz. Until next Saturday, everyone, I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Stay healthy and business savvy. Ta-ta for now. Love you all. Men, get on it. Get your regular checkups. Peace. Peace out.